Tomorrow you're going to hear, well, those who you are graduating, you're probably going to hear, Dear Class of 2021, and yada, 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 and usually we check out because we just want to get our diplomas, right? Because there is a sense of, like, finally we're here, finally we're here, finally we're here. We also have to talk about, in this transition time, who's going to replace our seniors? Um, our seniors are irreplaceable. And Frank, I love your bow tie, by the way. So thank you for wearing your bow tie. I hope a senior takes up that uh, next year, but you are all irreplaceable. And what does that mean? Okay, yeah, that's okay. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Anyways, um, talk about being irreplaceable, but uh, as, we, as we journey forward, we even hear in our, in our first reading about our saint of the day. So it's always important to talk about the saint of the day. So today we have the first apostle who replaced Judas. Um, we know that Jesus deeply loved Judas, but he got caught up in greed and unfortunately gave his life away in the wrong way. But nonetheless, the Lord knew that in order for the mission to be fulfilled, there needed to be community. There had to be community. We couldn't, he could, you know, they couldn't do it alone. just want to tell two brief stories uh, in light of our gospel today because um, it's the same gospel we just had on Sunday. And we hear a lot in here. It says, as a father loves me, so also I love you. Our goal uh, at, at, as a Newman Center community, as a Catholic community, is we just hope you know that you're so loved. If that doesn't come across uh, at least once in your time at the Newman Center, I'd say we failed. But our whole goal is that you know that you are loved. And through that, we keep the commandments. We do what Jesus calls us to do. And we know that he never tires of forgiving us, as Pope Benedict, or Pope Benedict says and Pope John Paul II have said. It's us that tire of asking for his forgiveness. But when you live in community, you have friends who hold you up and push you in the right direction. Jesus says, this is my commandment. Now we're, half, we're at the halfway point of, of the Gospel of John in essence, John 15, um, a little over halfway there. And he said, I have told you this to remain in my love. I have told you this so that my joy might be in you. A recent expression of joy that I heard, it was J-O-Y, and it was Jesus over you. Jesus over you, protecting you, loving you, so that your joy might be complete, so that Christ may be perfected in you. But he says, no one has greater love than this than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Just want to tell you a brief story about how I heard about that in a very indirect way. I'm like probably one of the worst listeners ever. I don't personally know how I made it through high school or through college. But I do know my freshman year in high school, uh, and my physics teacher, um, he just told me something in the whole class. And he said, if you get one thing out of class, I want you to listen and hear this. And he got real quiet. And he just said, there are two types of people in the world. People who live for themselves and people that live for others. Fast forward to my diaconate year, just about before I was ordained a priest, I decided just to kind of write thank you letters and thank you emails. And I, and I looked him up, he was still at my high school, and I just wrote him a thank you email saying, thank you so much. Um, during my freshman year, you said this, what I just told you. And I said, you were, you were dead right. I was like, I don't know if you knew if I was listening or not, 
But he wrote me back, and I could almost see him like looking at me, saying, and he wrote in the email, I knew you were listening that day, and I knew we were making a special connection. Just to let you know, he said, I'll be praying for you. I am Catholic, by the way, so congratulations. And then he said, I go to, I go to daily Mass in the summer, and I'm actually an altar server. And I found that to be so cool, but how the Lord planted a seed. So hopefully one of the seeds that you are even planted in in your time at the Newman Center is, first of all, that you're loved. And hopefully you're learning how to be a man or a woman who doesn't live for themselves but lives for others. And thirdly, um, one of the stories just happened today. It was uh, one thing the focus missionaries do is they do off-sites uh, because sometimes you have to get off campus to breathe, to learn. And uh, this particular afternoon, Lisa set it up that we went on one of these bicycle trolleys. I don't know if you've ever seen a bicycle trolley before, but you pedal and you um, hang out. And the, the day... Uh, it started so strange. We all got together, and uh, Marie was there, too, with the Focus missionaries, and uh, we showed up, and the first thing the guy, the, the guy did is he took down the canopy. He said, yeah, some of the fuses aren't working properly, so I have to fix that. So he just kind of waited, and he said a couple four-letter words that I can't say in church as he was doing that. But then again, we, then eventually we got on the device. We adjusted our seats, and we started to pedal, and move, and the day went fine. We stopped at a coffee shop, actually it was a uh, tea shop, and got a drink, and kind of just went around and made little stops here and there. Um, and then we got to our last stop. We stopped at a bar, and um, there was art in there, and then we eventually just left because eventually you can't sit that long. Uh, we get out to the, the bicycle trolley, and there's this little tiny man, uh, maybe 15, 16 years old. I don't even know if he has a license yet, but he accidentally backed into the trolley. And um, the gentleman who was, who was ri- driving for us, he said, oh, it's no big deal, no big deal. Well, we went around the corner on our way back, and we're kind of pedaling and just having a good time, getting ready to wind our time down. And all of a sudden, it's just like, <laughs> the chains that were on, just, we couldn't push it anymore. And he kind of turns around, and he's like, I, the driver, I, he's like, I got nothing. I got no power. He's like, you guys try to pedal? And we tried to pedal, we couldn't move it. And then he's like, or Sam says, well, can we push it? <laughs> can we push it? And he's like, we can try. So the, the, the driver gets out an orange cone and puts it in the road because we're at a stoplight, at a four-way stoplight in downtown Appleton. And we begin to, to just push this giant thing, this giant trolley. But I'm pretty sure that none of us could have done that alone. I'm pretty sure that none of us could have done that alone. Now, some of us weren't able to push, because sometimes in life you're not able to push because of your life circumstances, right? So I know Lisa didn't push. I don't think you pushed, but I know you have back problems, right? So kudos, like don't mess up your back. And no, Jackie couldn't push because she's had a concussion, right? And that wouldn't be very smart. She also just getting over mono, so like you wouldn't push. So they cheered us on, right? So then you have me, Libby, Kyle, and um, Sam, I think, Marie, you stayed back because you also have back issues, too, so it wouldn't have been smart to push. We ended up pushing this thing, and um, the driver, like, didn't necessarily do much right away, but eventually he, he turned the, 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 the trolley. But as, as we're doing this, I'm like, there's no way we could have done this alone. And I was just thinking, like, this message is not meant for me. It's meant for everyone. I think so often we think that if, if we're going to follow Jesus, we can do it alone, but it just doesn't work. Even Jesus, the God of the universe, he had apostles. He had, he had friends helping him. Even knowing he could have done it alone, because he's God, 
but he knew that you and I couldn't. And he tells us that he's calling us friends, and friends work together, they push together, and sometimes they have to take a break and cheer because of circumstances. But he's, he's, told, he's called us friends because he loves us, and he's told us everything he's heard from his father. And here's the line that just kind of jumps out at me in our, in our, as I want to end today. But he said, it was not you who chose me. You know, sometimes we think, oh, I chose Jesus. And he says, he's like, no, Jesus, like, I chose you. God knew for all eternity that everyone who is here right now would be here. In this beautiful church, as this weird plane makes noise as I'm preaching and distracting us, right? God knew for all eternity that we'd be here. But now he's appointed us, he's appointed us to go and bear fruit that will remain. That means we hope, seniors, that people tell us how much they miss you next year. We hope, seniors, that people will say, I miss Frank, I miss Ellen, right? I miss Mariah, right? I miss the seniors, I miss Molly. We want to hear that. That is a good thing. We also know that you guys are irreplaceable and that you're going to have to be replaced, so now it's a call for the younger ones to step up and help others know of what you've done. But also, you can always come back and tell us what you're doing, right? And we just hope that you just go do one thing. So last words out of Jesus' mouth. It is in our gospel reading today. It's also probably one of the most difficult things. These are the words that Frank told me on Sunday when we had this exact same reading. He said, Father, that was a really hard homily. And I thought I gave like a softball. I was like, well, that was an easy one, like home run, like grand slam. He's like, you told us to love one another. That's like really hard. And I'm like, it is really hard. But it's much easier to love one another when you have people around you encouraging you. Because it's so easy to get frustrated. It's so easy to lose our hope. It's so easy to quit. And that's just the one thing that evil one wants. But when you have a family, when you have brothers and sisters, when you have friends around you, it's just much easier. And they remind us of why we're doing what we're doing. And our hope is that your time at the Newman Center, your time in Oshkosh, uh, is an opportunity for you to give thanks and praise to God. But now you have to turn the page and start a new chapter. And we hope that uh, you always know that you can, you can rely on us. We hope that you know that you can always um, call on us to help push when you are tired. We hope that you know that you're called to be a man or a woman who doesn't live for themselves, but lives for others. And it's much easier to live for others when you're surrounded by your sisters and brothers. And that you can go and bear fruit that will remain. So you leave a legacy. And part of you probably is like, yeah, I'm ready to be done, and I understand that. I just want to graduate tomorrow. But there's probably also a little bit of sorrow, and the Lord wants to hear about that. Because the Lord, as we head into you know, this Sunday, we have Ascension Sunday where Jesus ascends to the Father, and the, the apostles wanted him to stay, but he knew he wanted to give them his Holy Spirit, so they could, they could fulfill the mission to love one another and bear fruit that would last. And the Lord makes it simple when things are complex. All we have to do is ask for his Holy Spirit to come and just continue to repeat 
three words, which are come, Holy Spirit. And just remain faithful to being asked to be filled. And sometimes you'll need friends to help you do that. So on behalf of the Newman Center community and the Catholic community here, we just want to say congratulations, but we're also a little bit sad ourselves because we don't want to see you go, but we know you have to. And as we offer this Mass, we will continue to keep you in prayers. You will all be our intention. You'll be the ones that we pray for intentionally, praying for your current situations and praying for your future, praying for your vocations. That is the intention of this Mass. As we exit this church, do know that we love you. And we are grateful for your time here in Oshkosh. My one year, I know you've all been here much longer than that. But it's been a pleasure and an honor to have you as spiritual sons and daughters. And if you need anything, please reach out anytime. You are never a burden to us. Jesus says, remain in my love. To keep my commandments... You'll remain in my love. And how do we do that? We do it through community. We do it through friends who help us push together. When we feel like we're stuck, when, when life is not moving forward, we call upon our friends so that we can fulfill his command to love one another. We give thanks and praise to God for his blessing this year. And we place it all on the altar to continue to pray for more grace so that we can fulfill his mission to love one another. Amen.